This week's episode is brought to you by Campaign Refinery, an amazing new email marketing automation tool. Look, in the world of digital marketing, there's a lot to keep track of. We all know this. As much as we're in love with social media and the power of social conversation here at Social Inc. and on the All About Digital Marketing podcast, we are well aware at just how powerful email marketing can be. Email marketing is not dead. In fact, it's never been more important to help you leverage your presence everywhere else into the one channel that you'll own, regardless of what changes Facebook, Twitter, or any other platform makes in the future. I've known the founder, Travis Ketchum, for years, and he's been a past guest on the podcast, episode 15, if you want to listen to it. I've personally used his other products before, and they've been fantastic. The amount of thought that he's put into each and every one of what he's created has been incredible. I'd highly encourage you to try their free 14-day trial at campaignrefinery.com to see what world-class email marketing automation can do for you and your business. Massive thank you to Travis and Campaign Refinery for their support of the All About Digital Marketing show. Welcome to the All About Digital Marketing podcast. The show all about digital marketing, digital marketing, digital marketing, digital marketing. Brought to you by Socialink, a digital marketing agency specializing in social media and content marketing for brave brands and forward-thinking SMEs. I'm your host, Chris Bruno, and as always, we're here to bring you the most actionable tips, tricks, tools, and insights to help you achieve more when it comes to your digital marketing. Subscribe to the show and be sure to share with a friend if you found something useful or interesting. You can find all the show notes and more information on www.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk. Hey everybody, this week is a special week and it's because we're launching seven episodes over seven days, but to celebrate that we're also giving you the chance to win five of our favorite books all about marketing and we want to share this with you. So head over to win dot all about digital marketing dot co dot uk that's w i n dot all about digital marketing dot co dot uk for your chance to win five incredible books that we love and that have helped us with our marketing journey if you want to find out any more head to the website you'll find all the information there and enjoy the episodes that we're pushing out this week we hope you like them as much as we enjoyed making them and let us know your thoughts on social media at any time by simply finding us at all about digmar Hey everybody and welcome to a very special episode of the All About Digital Marketing show and I'm excited because this is episode 100. That's right, it's crazy. Uh, something that started as a 30-day challenge back in July 2019 has now reached 100 episodes and I've got to be honest with you, it has been fantastic. I've absolutely loved the conversations that I've been able to have with people. I've loved the support that we've got from our community of listeners. And also, to be honest with you, I've just enjoyed the process, which is something that was really important in the beginning. And again, something that's helped me to keep this actually going and moving forward. So today we're going to run a bit of a special episode. And what I wanted to do was actually bring attention to the top five episodes that we've had so far. And these are the top five in terms of numbers of downloads, number of listens, uh, and most, most importantly as well, they are all with a guest. So that's really important to me. Let's just jump right in. And at the top spot is episode 10, which was all about creative storytelling with Eugene Kahn. 
I met Eugene a few years before we recorded this episode, and I was very lucky to be able to work with him on a project that he was involved with at the time. And let's jump in. This is a really good quote from my point of view, and it's all about how do we think that storytelling has changed? How do you think storytelling is being affected? Do you think it's evolving in a good way, in a bad way? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? I would say that in general, the ability to tell stories has gone significantly better. But the opportunity to monetize stories is significantly harder. So I think, as you recognize, like the, the business of content is a lot more challenging now, especially with sort of the erosion of digital advertising and even understanding what sort of product comes forth when you do focus on advertising as your primary revenue driver. So there's that element of it. But you know, now that there's so many tools, whether it's the availability of cameras, podcasting, all those things, I don't doubt that your tools are significantly better. So the challenge now becomes like, if you can't make money off of it, doesn't mean it's bad, right? And I think that you've seen sort of the, our ability to really go super niche on something has exponentially increased. And I think that inherently creates more interesting stories rather than like the sort of catch all that needs to hit millions and millions of people. Our second favorite interview of all time is actually with Olga Andrienko from SEM Rush, SEMrush. Now, if you've never heard of SEMrush, they are one of the leading platforms as a tool to help you with everything to do with keywords, keyword research, what you're posting online, how you're creating content. And it is really a fantastic tool that can be very, very useful for a lot of content creators. In this particular answer, though, we're talking a little bit about her background and how she transitioned from B2B, B2C, and those two big differences and what that's actually made. And importantly, I think that every company should always remember B2B or B2C, it's a human to human transaction that happens. So let's jump into one of my favorite parts of the interview with Olga. What did you find as being the biggest challenges or the biggest differences between B2C and B2B? So in B2B, if uh, I buy a product and I'm I'm the end consumer, then I buy it as Olga. And if I buy something on behalf of my company, then I'm Olga of SEMrush. And uh, actually, well, people, first of all, people are a lot more polite uh, when they represent the company. And then they're a lot less demanding. And then uh, I think this really... Uh, sets the tone uh, for well f- for all the differences because as Olga I really don't care that much of what the company would think of me and then what the implications would be if I'm an unhappy and submit a claim or if I well and if I'm happy then well it's just I might buy something once and I don't really necessarily brand needs to build relationship with me. Whereas in B2B, that's a two-way street, as I feel it. Well, and also, again, this, um, but the emotional connection of something that I buy as Olga is way stronger than when I buy something as Olga of Rush Because work is just, it's an important part of my life, uh, but it's still, it's a part. And then, for example, with um, Comparing the bus tickets again with uh, with the SEM Rush, I would say that uh, people use SEM Rush three four hours a day at maximum, and then maybe some check it uh, twice a month. 
or maybe they can do it weekly, but the time that they spent in the, in the software is really, really small compared to the product that they sometimes buy for themselves and um, feed food or clothes or whatnot, or even bus tickets. Uh, and then they travel. So their connection is stronger for B2C, and that also just um, brands who sell in B2C, they need to have this emotional connection and then they have a lot of more comments and then people tend to respond a lot more aggressively and then getting back to social media that's really really true so uh comments can maybe harsh from the audience and then um audience can be aggressive and then they don't really choose words when they say something uh whereas in b2c in our niche Everyone's like everyone's really selective with words. Um, everyone respects each other, but there is a lot less comments when something happens because they know that they represent the company and everyone sees them as the company and not themselves. So it's just completely different communication style, and the and the relationship with the brand cannot be as strong as in B two C. The third favorite interview is with Gary Lewis. Now, Gary is a freelance copywriter. I've seen some of the incredibly creative ideas that he comes up with, and I absolutely love the guy. We've had drinks together, and I can honestly say he's a lot of fun. Gary is a freelancer, and by his very nature, he has to work with all sorts of different clients, and he works on all sorts of different projects as part of that. In this clip, he's talking about the idea of Businesses trying to get to know themselves, understanding who they are and how he helps businesses to do that. I think it's tough for businesses to maybe know themselves. I mean, they, they know what they're producing. They know what their products or services are. But actually giving it a voice, i.e. a tone of voice or a visual identity is as important. So if you haven't got those kind of things nailed at the first hurdle, you're going to fall over. So, you know, if if you've got a staff or something else, you you can talk the way everyone else does. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It's going to boost productivity. But actually, where's the personality? Where's the brand behind it? And I think that is where any business of any side needs to dig a little deeper now. Because like you say, being social at a business level also means giving your business, like I say, a personality that people can connect with. And there are ways to do that. I loved my conversation with Gary. So I've chosen a second clip as well from this particular episode. And in this one, Gary's talking a little bit about how companies actually present themselves. One of their biggest features, their website. And that's actually a really big stumbling block for a lot of businesses. Check out what Gary has to say. I've done a lot of kind of bread and butter web copy refreshes. And they're they're engaging for me uh, because I'm fresh to it. but. Nine times out of ten, it's, well, we've had the website for X amount of years. We haven't done anything to it. And the conversation I always have is, that's fine. I'll uh, I'll refresh it, put a bit of life back into it, You know, get a good brief off you, and then we'll work to whatever outcomes you want. But going beyond that, and then it's almost like the metaphorical eyes glaze over when I start talking about, you know, your kind of outbound marketing and what's the new website going to be hosting and what you, what's going to be pumped out from there? What's the continuation? And, you know, not just a, I can do all that for you or with you, but I think a lot of SMEs and businesses still see uh, a website as the shop window 
but you don't want it to be stuck in amber where the shop window doesn't change. You need to keep changing the stock, the look, the feel. Fourth in the list is Konstantinos. Konstantinos and I started working together about 18, 19 months ago on our SEO for Social Link, our digital marketing agency. The results have been clear. And in fact, I shared them the other day on my LinkedIn channel to help support him and the efforts that he's making currently online. And to be honest with you, we're at 3x the traffic we used to be. So everything that he does works and he really understands SEO. So I'm going to jump into one of my favorite clips, which is just Konstantinos giving you a little bit of insight and information about how you can get started when it comes to SEO. What would you say if, if you could give three tips to small businesses that are starting out, what would you say would be the three most important things that they could do to help themselves in terms of SEO? Uh, well, the, the first one um, is uh, definitely that it's never too early to start creating content. Uh, the, second, uh, the second one would be uh, be patient. Good things take time. It's important to understand that on the internet, you compete as a publisher of content, not, not as a business. Even if you have a business advantage or a distinct business advantage, still you compete as a publisher. And, and I think that, that's the, 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 the most important you know, thing to remember after the podcast, that uh, you can be business-minded, but on, on the internet, the rules are different. And um, well, the third would be if you can get someone to look on your website, to look on the technical aspects of it, you should definitely do it um, because we, we see a lot of websites that actually I would be doing much, much better. It's, it's a low hanging fruit to optimize uh, one's website for search. So the crawlers will be able to understand better the information structure of, the, of your website and to sell it to people that do you know, relevant services. Our final episode in this top five roundup is Mike and Gabby. Mike and Gabby were the first ever couple that I got to meet that were running a business together. And I found their story really, really inspiring. Gabby and Mike run a digital marketing agency and their experience is clear to see. In this particular clip that I've chosen, they're explaining a little bit about what they help clients focus on when there's limited resources, whether it be for small businesses or SMEs or even big businesses as well? It almost doesn't seem to matter whether it's really small businesses or, you know, larger enterprise, I mean, not enterprise, but, you know, larger mid-market companies where it's amazing to me how many, even of the larger ones, don't understand their customer. They, they think they do. Like they'll, then some of them will even, some of them will have some sort of personas out there, but they're very rough. They got a job title and maybe some demographics. And if we're lucky, maybe a couple of kind of core pain points, but that's it. Right. So it's not really a full kind of, they don't even, sometimes they don't even define what the full buying committee is since we're talking about B2B. So I think really focusing on really understanding your customer, what are their pain points and staying on top of it would be number one. And we, again, we do that pretty much across the board with everybody. And then it, it just amazes me still how many companies you ask the question of, well, you know, who are your customers? They're like, oh, well, you know, it's, we, we, we market to CFOs. Okay, great. What else? What else can you tell me about them? Just having the right job title isn't enough. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed this. For me, it was a really good way of looking back over some of the interviews that we've done, looking back at what some of the great guests that we've had on the show have done. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't feature every single guest that has been on the show. There's been too many so far. But again, what an amazing feat. We've managed to make it to 100 episodes. As part of that, we are celebrating a little bit by giving away five of our favorite marketing books. You can find more information on win.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk or if not, just check out our website. It's there on the front page as well. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to the podcast. We're now at well over 16,000 downloads and it's been an incredible journey to see how we continue to create this content and how people continue to listen to it, consume it and also get in touch every now and again. Remember, if you'd like to let us know anything, your thoughts, whether it's constructive criticism, feedback, or just to let us know you listened, please don't hesitate. Connect with us on social media. You can find us on all channels at All About Digmar, D-I-G-M-A-R. I'm Chris Bruno. I've been your host for these first hundred episodes and I've really enjoyed it and I can't wait to see where we continue to go. If you have any ideas for episodes or if you just want to tell us something that you'd really like to know about, please don't hesitate. Let us know. Stay safe, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day and hopefully see you soon. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, check out win.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk for your chance to win five of our favorite marketing books. We're giving these away and it's just a way to say thank you to everyone. It's also to celebrate the fact that this week we will be launching our 100th episode and this has been an incredible journey. We've enjoyed it so, so much and we just wanted to help and give back a little bit more if we can. Find everything on our website, www.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk. And remember, find us on social channels at allaboutdigmar, D-I-G-M-A-R, to get in touch with us, let us know what you think. And again, show some support and let us know that you've listened. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. The All About Digital Marketing podcast is brought to you by Social Inc., a distributed digital marketing agency specialized in delivering results through online campaigns. Whether it's content marketing, social media marketing, online advertising or web design, we've got you covered from strategy through to delivery. If you're struggling with your digital marketing, get in touch today by simply visiting www.socialinc.co.uk.